0: yo welcome back to another edition of the cruising podcast i am your host andrew Cruz. and today is uh november 7th monday time went back uh we're gonna talk about that a little bit and then uh yeah time went back a little bit and then uh yeah today is yeah november 7th november 7th so um, where you can find the cruising podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Patreon, anywhere else you can find your podcast needs and YouTube. I'm sorry. And also YouTube, uh, and anywhere else you can find your podcast needs As you can find the cruising podcast. also you can find latest updates to the show is on Instagram at cruising podcast. Also on Twitter at nice town. Yo, 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 yo. All right. So we all know that the world series ended on Saturday, um, with the Houston Astros, Finally, uh, winning a World Series, um, and you know, that's cool. That's what's up. Um, as most people know, secretly I was I've been an Astros fan until now. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Just, like a lot of a lot of fans have coming out of fucking woodwork, I'm trying to figure that one out right now. Um, a lot of people been seem like they are hitching their wagons. To a dynasty team or whatever. They, they just started to make sure that the bandwagon gets ready. What's the little red, the little red wagon that motherfuckers used to get in like nineteen fifties for Christmas presents? A lot of y'all have start decided to start jumping on that wagon. I would like to say this and want to say this and one time, one time only, is that I am at a point now with the bandwagon shit that it, it really is getting annoying. And you and you know the bandwagon fans. Because they're the ones that talk the most shit. The most. Yeah, yeah. When you address this, you address this as a dynasty. Excuse me? The fuck? You weren't even a fan of the team when they were losing 100, 103 games. Now you're a fan when they're winning 103 games? Fuck out of here, man. You, you don't go through the fire with, your, with this squad. Shut the fuck up. Like, I don't understand that part. Like, a lot of you like to talk shit. And then when it's like when motherfuckers tell you when motherfuckers ask you a question like name another player other than Jose Altuve on the Houston Astros when they were losing one hundred and three fucking games. That is eight years ago. Nine years ago, almost a decade ago, they were perennial first overall picks every single year. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm going, say, I'm going to say my piece, especially when my name gets brought up in some shit. Listen, man, I've been through the fire of every type of Phillies team. Everyone, everyone, anybody that knows me knows that the only hats that Andrew Cruz will ever wear are Philly hats. I've only worn Phillies hats. No other team touches this head. So when a motherfucker sits around here and tries to tell me that I'm a fair weather fan, and when I'm trying to be be cool about it, and all I did was ask a simple question, just name one player. I just asked one player, just one. I'm getting asked to name twenty, and I, then when I named the twenty, I changed the rules somehow. I don't know. I don't get it. I I don't get. I don't know what the rule. I even know what the fuck the rules were to begin with. You know what I'm saying? The Phillies didn't make the playoffs for 13 years. I can still name most of the fucking players that's been in and out of the damn team. What are you talking about? I'm a, I am hate when someone says you're a Fairweather fan. You've never been to Philadelphia? We talk shit about all of our teams. Every single team in Philadelphia at least gets their ass chewed out a little bit. But guess what? I still love my teams. I still stick with the Phillies for forever. I like the Astros. I, I really did. I grew to like the Astros, and I can tell you when I started liking the Astros. Can you tell me when you started liking the Astros? I can tell you, uh, was it Carlos Correa hit a home run, and I heard it on the uh, on the radio, and you just heard that sound of the bat and how electric the building got because I think it was like their second time back in the back in the playoffs, and they were playing the Royals, and I was the main one saying they're gonna beat this team. I'm like I'm, I'm like they're they're gonna beat them, and. I heard the sound of the bat. I heard how excited everyone got on the radio, and I was like, all right, all right. I like this. I like it because I was there for it. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not going to sit around here and say, yeah, Astros, you call us a dynasty. That's not some shit I'm not going to do. It's just not what I'm going to do because I haven't been through the fire with this team for real. When they were losing 100 and some odd games, I wasn't watching the games. But you know who was? The people that can't afford the seats now the, the people that can't afford the seats now, you know, that they were sitting at when they were losing 100, hundred. that's the ones I got more respect for than anyone else. The people that were going to the games, even when they were losing that many games. So when you sit around here and you come to me and you tell me, I I guess me being a fan, I have to spend money on the team. I have jerseys, hats, memorabilia, <laughs> like what what else would you like me to show you? I want I, me show you my closet is 50% at, at least no, probably 60% Philadelphia sports stuff. So what the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about? I don't have to talk about the Phillies 24 seven for somebody to understand. I love the Phillies. I've been a Phillies fan all my fucking life. Fuck off. Like the only time I kind of like will go against. I would even go. I, I would never go against them. That's the problem. I was a big King Griffey fan and I followed King Griffey teams. I love That was my favorite player growing up. So when someone sits around here tries to tell me that I am a Fairweather fan, that means that you're telling the whole city of Philadelphia that they are fucking Fairweather fans. Yeah, I talk shit about Jalen Hurts. I'm not going to lie to you. I was, I was probably one of the biggest contributors of talking shit about Jalen Hurts. Did you not watch the Tampa Bay game? Would you have been a big fan? So when you sit around here and you try to judge my fandom for a team. Make sure you understand. Is that not only have I spent money for the team. Not only do I go to the games whenever I can. Because you know back in the day. It was kind of hard to fucking afford to go to a Phillies game. It was because they were actually a pretty good fucking team back in the day too. Um, So when you sit around here. And you try to go after my fandom. Or go after my love for something. You should probably look in the mirror. Or you should probably check my post on Facebook. You should probably understand that I know the history of the game more than you do. I know the teams. I know that probably the Astros better than you do. You know what I'm saying? I remember when El Cabajo was playing. That was my guy. You know what I'm saying? I like lo- I've been a big fan of the Astros since the Killer Bees. Since Bagwell Biggio and uh and, and Wagner. That was my guys. You know what I'm saying? And Brad Lidge. Thank you, Brad Lidge, for the World Series title in 2008. I watched those games. I have a picture of them when they won the World Series on the wall right now. I wear the jerseys. I wear the hats. So when you come around here and you try to tell me that I'm not a fan, understand that you're fucking wrong. You try to tell me I'm a fair weather fan. What the fuck are you talking about? I've been a fan of this team since <laughs> ever. Probably since I got out the womb. I've been a fan of the Phillies. So when you sit around here, you try to come after me about my fandom. Understand, I've been through the fire with these teams. I've been through the fire with the Eagles. I I begged my aunt to stay at a Sixers game, even though they were down by 20 points when everyone else was leaving. I wanted to watch the Sixers play when they were really bad and had Allen Iverson in his rookie year. Don't you ever in your life fucking challenge my shit. Don't challenge my knowledge of my teams. And don't challenge what the fuck I go through with these teams. Fuck off, first of all. Secondly, if we're going to have an argument, I'm just letting everyone know. We're going to have an argument. It's cool that we argue. It's cool that, you know, you have your own discussion piece and I have my discussion piece. And maybe they just don't mesh. But we're not going to go to the point to where we're going to start getting a little childish and start calling people fucking names. And calling them out of their names. Because that can lead to something else. That uh, it's just just putting it out there. No, like that the whole trying to call somebody a bitch shit and uh fucking kid and boy or whatever fuck you want to try to call somebody when you're in an argument with them, that that's just dead. We're too old for that shit. If you can't if you cannot come up with a better discussion piece, if you cannot be able to be eloquent with their point. If you're not be able to elaborate on your point, then what are you talking about? Then don't go to the go low and try to call a person kid or son or bitch or anything like that because it's just childish as fuck. That's when I exit the conversation. That means like, all right, fuck it, this conversation is done for me. I'm good because clearly when you get into an argument, that's where you start to get to is start calling somebody names and start doing all this other shit. All I asked was a simple question. I don't understand why people can't answer simple questions down here, but this is just a simple question. Name one player. That's all I asked. But you're over. But motherfuckers want to deflect and be like, whoa, you're a fair-weather fan. You're this, that, and third. No, I'm not. I'm not a fair-weather fan. I'm a real fan. I'm a real person that's going to tell the truth. I'm going to say, Philly sucked for 13 years. They were ass. But I was also one of the main people when Schwarber and Castellanos got signed, I was one of the main people like, This team's making the World Series. You gotta ask a lot of people. I was the main one fucking saying that shit. And, you know, got a little dicey, but we made it to the World Series. So, how you gonna sit here and try to tell somebody that shit? Like, if we're gonna argue, though, make sure you have points and stop fucking retelling the same shit over and over again. And then, also, the name-calling shit is dumb. If you don't have any more points, shut the fuck up and, and exit the conversation. Why is that difficult? Why is that difficult? Why is that a hard thing to do? That's all I'm asking. But, you know, once we start getting to the argument mode and you want to sit here and do that, I, I'm out. I have nothing else to say. I have nothing else to say. It's not that I'm offended. It's just that clearly you have no other recourse except for we're going to go to name calling now. So there's no other recourse. I, I, I've answered your question. You wanted me to answer a question. You said 20 players. I only told you one, but I, I, I told you 20. All I asked was one. One player. One. That's all I asked. One name. That's all I asked was one name. And you can't do that shit? Then tough luck. Then that means you're a bandwagon fan. That's cool. Be a bandwagon fan. That's fine. But don't be the main one talking shit. Because you didn't go through the fire with that team so you're welcome you know what i'm saying if you want to be a bandwagon fan be a bandwagon fan but when they start losing again please do not come to me about dynasty shit oh man well yeah no don't come to me about dynasty shit because clearly you're the fairweather fan clearly you're the bandwagon fan fuck out my face with that dumb shit i hate that shit it's dumb it's a dumb argument to tell you the truth but once the name calling and shit starts to happen, I'm like, all right, I'm done with this conversation. It's done. That's done. Okay. And, and then once the bitch word comes out, I'm like, all right, cool. That, that's the end of that. That's the complete end of that. I'm done. That, that, that's, that's done. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm out of here. It makes no sense. So I would like to say congratulations to the Houston, Houston Astros. Some of your fans are fucking douchebags. That's all I'm just going to put out there. Not the ones that I got. There's a few others that are complete fucking dickheads. But there's also others that, here, here's my problem. As Philly, as a Philly fan, we are demonized. We are always going to be demonized for some reason because we threw snowballs at Santa. Look, that was a drunk Santa, all right? And he was skinny. How dare you be, first of all, skinny and be drunk for Christmas? W- what's wrong with you? Why would you come out like this? This isn't what the kids wanted. And the Eagles were losing. Yes, you're going to get, yes. Who, who got the batteries thrown at them? I think it was Scott Rowland. No, it wasn't Jeffries. I don't think it was, ah, oh, it might have been Scott Rowland. I know Scott Rowland was about to get some batteries thrown at him. That motherfucker right there, man. Golly, I don't think it was him. Somebody got batteries thrown at him. I remember that shit. That was, that that was fucked up. Um, but, yeah, okay, maybe, we're, maybe, we, are, maybe we got our faults. But here's the problem is that when there's a little kid on the screen and he's giving the middle finger to the screen and he's a Phillies fan, oh man, somebody needs to control that kid. That's what that parent's and shit like this. Oh no. But when a little kid gives a middle finger to an adult that's wearing an Astros jersey, yo man, we stand with you. Yeah. Houston versus everybody. Woo! That's so cool. Hey, look. If there's a double standards in fandom, please make sure we understand. The, so I can know, so I can understand. Because I'm gonna just start giving middle fingers to the screen. I mean, if I'm already a demon, I'm just gonna just be the same thing it won't be. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you what you want. I'm gonna curse at the screen. I'm gonna do everything I I got to do as a Philly fan. But let's make sure that we understand that there's no difference between those two kids. There's no difference between kate whatever i forgot her what's her like la- whatever fucking last name is um who's only famous for fucking mobile commercials and her titties jumping up and down on the fucking horse on those mob- mobile commercials let's just be real what the fuck is the difference between her giving a middle finger to a philly fan than a philly fan giving middle finger to her what's the difference Oh, man, those Philly fans are assholes and this like that. Oh, my gosh, she's so cool. Oh, my gosh. She she represents Houston. What? I mean, you can go through Philadelphia right now and have an 80-year-old man with a gambling problem go around and start yelling fuck you to you too, to everyone, that you can go to Philly right now. Actually, you can probably go to South Philly right now and know a bunch of Italians. I'll go and tell you, fuck you. Fuck you and give you the middle finger and all that shit. But they're demonized. But when you come to Houston, there's an 80 year old man with a gambling problem that owns, happens to own, own a mattress shop. And he's the guy. He There's a fucking picture. They got gangster pictures of him with bandanas and everything like that. Woo. We're so happy for him with Mattress Mac. Yay. What, what the fuck is this? Is What? but we're the demons, we're the assholes, we're the ones that, we, we, but when we do stuff, we, we become the assholes, I'm just trying to understand, man, why why we get hate, why we get hate, man, you know what I'm saying, like, I, hey, look, I I don't get it, you know, I know we have a reputation of being assholes, but come on, bro, what's the difference of what, what he did to what, you know, what, what a fucking Italian on the fucking street does, I'm saying Italians because those main motherfuckers be telling you, fuck you. <laughs> okay those are the main ones the coolest ones and the main ones you know what i'm saying but that's i think it's just some hoe-ass shit that the media has drummed up that houston has drummed, the city of houston has drummed up and anyone else i don't know who else i don't give a fuck the problem is is that when you come to philadelphia you come fucking correct if you don't come correct that's what the fuck happens sorry it's just the way things go oh well they were closing restaurants and not letting anybody eat what the fuck are you talking about? That is a lie and a half. That was that was a lie. See how they try to demonize Philadelphia? Like restaurants were? Well, no, the restaurants were um were denying shit like that, this, that, and the third. Yo, a barbecue spot in Philadelphia. Uh, so, so we can get the real fucking story together. A barbecue spot in Philadelphia did not serve the Houston Astros. Because the Houston Astros asked for Latin based food. A barbecue spot in Philadelphia did not serve the Astros because they did not have Latin based foods. That's the only reason why they weren't served. You were idiots whoever posted dumb shit like that you're dumb you're stupid stop saying dumb shit no you were not that that's not true y'all were served why would they cut their noses but this is the biggest time of the year for these restaurants to make money Philadelphia halfly is a tourist town as a tourist town. Why the fuck would they not serve you? This is the biggest time of the year. The leaves starting to turn, they already probably have. You go there for a cheese steak. You go to Gino's because that's a tourist attraction. You go to the Liberty Bell because that's a tourist attraction. You go to S- the, uh, Sylvester Storm. what the fuck? The Rocky statue because that is a what? Again, a tourist attraction. Why the fuck would they cut their nose despite they face whenever they see a 312, I mean a 3, uh, 832 and a 713 area code? You sound fucking stupid. It's a tourist fucking town. So why, what the fuck would they refuse service? Stop being stupid. First of all, you're dumb. That's just stupid. Oh, because because we were wearing Astros uniforms and stuff. They didn't serve us. Bullshit. Bullshit. They didn't have what you wanted. And you walked out because they didn't have what you wanted. And Philadelphians and Northerners are very upfront about, we ain't got it. Sorry. We're not going to try to find it. We're not going to try. Because what the fuck? We specialize in cheesesteaks. You want what? Chili con cake? What the fuck is even that? I don't know what that is. That's down the street. Go to the Puerto Ricans down there. Yes. they'll, They'll help you out gladly. I promise. But we don't have that type of food. So when you go to Philadelphia. Come fucking correct. If the food that you're looking for isn't there. Go to the next place. Yeah, if you take too long. Sorry. Yeah, if you take too long with an order with the fucking cheesesteaks, they're going to tell you to get the fuck out of the line. Not because they're not going to serve you. It's because they have people behind you that already know what the fuck they want. Stop fucking doing this with the narrative of Philadelphia because that's not how they are. I know this city. I know the city like the back of my fucking hand. There's no fucking way. They're not stupid. These are proud business people that you're putting smut on their name. You put pure smut on their name. And now you're making the whole city, like the whole restaurant area look like assholes. In which they are not. Why the fuck at the best time to make money, why would they do that? You sound stupid. Houstoners, Houstonians, you sound dumb, you were fed, you you clearly were because you stayed in Philadelphia, did you not, stupid dog, I, I, it's the dumbest thing ever, like I, I don't like, I hate hearing that, because it's not true, it's not true at all, that's Philadelphia, you take too long in the line, they're going to tell you to get the fuck out of the line, sorry, we got other shit to do, that's really a tr- Philadelphia tradition, Everyone knows this. Have your order ready when you walk up to the cashier. That's literally what they do. Damn. It's just stupid. It's dumb. I hate when these motherfuckers try to demonize this city and it's not right. It's not right at all. Yes, there's a pocket of assholes. Don't get it twisted. Every city has their pocket of assholes. Don't get it. What's the difference between Philly and Houston? Well, it was a lot. I'm sorry. Oh, there is a lot. Because there's a lot of softer fucking fans out here, clearly. But when I go to a game in my Phillies jersey, I was greeted. And that was beautiful. I liked it when I went to Houston. But after, during the World Series, I'm wearing my Phillies hoodie. I'm getting the side eye from motherfuckers at Taco Bell. I'm getting the side eye from motherfuckers at a gas station. I'm trying to pump gas. I don't give a fuck about you. I don't give a fuck about the Astros fuck out of here dude yeah i'm wearing my phillies gear i don't give a shit the fuck are you talking about don't give me no side eye fuck you i'll take my business somewhere else fucking douchebags you look lucky i already paid for this shit. give me the side eye what the fuck fuck off you want to talk about philly fans look these motherfuckers yeah they're passive aggressive with it, we're in your face, sorry, this is the way shit happens, yes, we're gonna give you the middle finger, we're gonna tell you, fuck you, that's what happens when you go into enemy territory, dumbass, <laughs> like, I will hope if I went to Houston, i started start cheering a little too loud for the Phillies, so i tell you, fuck you, shut the fuck up, something like that, I would tell them, fuck you right back, it's life, welcome to it, that's the, that, you know what a fan, you know what, what, what this, what fan is short for? fanatic fanatic for the team i am a fanatic for this team so that's that's a mental state so the fuck man so that that's just where i'm at with it man like the ethics of arguing and the ethics of philadelphia and the shit that i was hearing about philadelphia complete fucking bogus shit and uh i wanted to address it i don't give a shit if anybody has a problem with it, please make sure that you address it into DMs or in my face. I don't give a fuck. So, that's just the way it is. All right. Next. Where are we doing? All right. I already did the ending of. Oh, okay. Cool. That's where we're at right now. Um, Let's talk about, yo, Netflix is some assholes. <laughs> yo. All right. Listen. I understand that they had a blockbuster uh documentary, I think, a couple years ago and then when I heard about them doing a workplace comedy for the last blockbuster I felt like it's the most asshole shit I ever like could fathom in my brain like the last blockbuster to ever come out is is a Netflix workplace scripted TV show in it's 10 episodes with Randall Park and uh Melissa from, from I'm going to say her last name wrong my fault, I'm sorry fuck it, Amy from Brooklyn Nine-Nine and I would like to say this I was ple- I was pleasantly surprised I thought it was a great show I, not great, I'm not going to say great, hold on it had its funny moments it had its heartwarming moments it had a lot of good, it, the, actually the cast was very well done They're very well put together because it made sense. If it's the last blockbuster, you're going to have a high school student, a guy just getting out of high school. Oh, well, two people probably just getting out of high school. I'm sorry. Two people probably just getting out of high school. Probably an older person that's just there because of retirement and shit like that. They got bored. That's something they do for like four to five hours a day. And then you got the one chick that had to come back into town and then be like, this is the job. This is the first job that was hiring her and stuff like that. And then you got a guy. That is kind of a slacker slash whatever. And he's the one running the fucking whole store. Of course, that's the guy that's running the whole store. It's kind of like The Office. <laughs> no, no, it's not like The Office. I'm sorry. No, not But the only thing that really bothers me about this show, and maybe I'm the only one that, maybe I'm the only one that thinks this and that's fine. But J.B. Smooth has never been funny to me. He's never been funny to me. He's always, I don't know if his comedy is supposed to be like an annoying comedy type deal um, or whatever, but he's never been funny to me. I felt like he was the worst part of this show. I'm sorry. I'm just going to put it out there. The only black guy on the show. Yes, I know. I understand. He was the only black guy, but he—he his role on the show just did not mesh with the rest of the rest of the team. I just don't I never thought he was funny. I never thought I, I just like any parts that he, I'm just like Alright, well okay. Well it was supposed to be funny, but you know. Um but overall the show was actually very well done. Um I just still think it's a fucked up thing that like it's like a serial killer okay, there is this. It's like a serial killer going to kill a person, right? That kills a person, but it's the last victim but they miss. And they do a documentary of the person that they missed. That's what blockbuster on fucking uh, on Netflix is because there is a fight. There is a last blockbuster, right? I think it's important. I think it's in Oregon, if I remember correctly. And I know the real the real story of it. I think is like they go to um, I think they have like a Costco across the street or something or Sam's Club, one of those two. And they go and get DVDs from there and stock up their shelves with those DVDs. And I'm like, wow. This is crazy. Like, it's crazy because kids don't understand, especially now, especially today for sure, you know, streamers were the ones that murdered Blockbuster. I know Blockbuster should have went to streaming way earlier. They had the chance to do that, and they fucked that up. But for Blockbuster, like, y'all won't ever understand, like, my, my mom used to go there, like, every, almost every Friday, and yeah, maybe every other Friday. I don't know. My brothers probably remember better than me, but used to go every Friday to go. We get pick out a movie. We could pick out what was it? I it, like my brothers, my brothers would definitely remember, but I think we were able to pick out one, maybe two movies because my mom's a movie movie head too. And maybe one or two movies, and we got a one video game. That's when we had the N64 or the play. No, just the N64 at that point, actually. Yeah. We can rent out either or. And then we have to have it back by, I think, Monday or something like that. And those used to be the best nights. Those were the funnest. They were the best times. I, the, like, y'all don't understand how much of a playground Blockbuster used to be. Like, block, going, there at, going there for Friday night and getting that new release movie and stuff like that. Like, it, it, get it rented. And it, like, the death of the video store really sucks. Because that used to be a very fun time. I still, like, we used to have, um, a place called, um, shit. Movies, movie something. Shit. Ah, I'm will remember later. Um, but here we used to have the, this movie store, but they had, like, they had video games, they had DVDs, they had, um, um, fuck, what was the other thing they used to have? Um, <sighs> video games, CDs, I'm sorry, CDs. And I used to go there every Friday whenever I got paid or every other Friday, of course, when I got paid, uh, when I was getting paid every two weeks. And I will go there and I would leave with like $30. I'll have like $30. I'll say, all right, I'm going to spend the $30. I'll get me a box set, maybe like a Smallville box set or like Supernatural. This one, I was getting all their box sets. And then I would get like a video game and I'll get like a couple CDs. They were like, you know, like a dollar for a CD or something like that. Like I got some pretty good gems. Like most of my CD collection that's in my car, that I have, is from that movie place, and, um damn, I think it is most of them, huh, yeah, shit, I know a few of them came from Best Buy when they were doing it, but definitely from that movie store, and I miss it, man, I I, I used to go there and have, like, just be lost for a couple hours, and I, I and you could trade in your movies and things like that, we were really keeping it open with, like, old movies and shit, so, I, I I truly loved going to this place. I truly enjoyed going to this place, and um, it's just it, it, because it was a nostalgia thing. I I'm weird. Um, maybe not maybe not weird, but I know I'm the type of person that I need to physically be touching these things. I, I hey, listen, don't judge me. All right, I know you guys judgey. I see the judgy eyes. So you know, put those back in your eyes in your eye sockets. Okay, put them back in your eye sockets. What I'm saying is, is that I love to go and actually physically find it myself. It's like an adventure for me. And then, um, like with comic books, I can go buy comic books off the internet if I really want to. If I want to, if I want to really build my comic book collection, I could probably just go on the internet. I'd rather go to Space Cadet collections. I'd rather go to Bedrock Comics. I'd rather go to you know these these places so I can physically have them myself. I, I could probably do read them digitally and I and i and, and, and no, I don't want to do that. I'm old school that way though. That's just probably what it is. I'm just an old school type guy. You know, I still have DVDs. I watch the shit off a of DVD especially if the internet goes out for some reason. You know, um like I'm I'm that I'm that guy. You know, and I I, I enjoy it. You know, I, I I really I very much enjoy it. I think because this is how I grew up. This is this is my life growing up. Like I have to have these things physically in my hands. There was no digital shit. You know, I think we we're, we're the last the Mohicans in that situation in that in that in that vein um that everything's digital now after I think after us. After my generation, I think that's it. You know, everything's going to be really pretty much those those kids are going to know digital shit. So that's what i enjoy about it you know and that's why the blockbuster show kind of kind of like is is a is a nostalgia thing because i remember those nights i remember us going there i remember like one day me and my mom um we went to a blockbuster and they did like the, they did like this little audition tape and um it got taped over but you know it, oh my bad you guys don't even know what it Okay, so back in the day they had these things called VCRs <laughs> and cassette tapes um, and in the VCR tapes and the VCR tape, you know you can do that and you can fuck up and tape over it. Somebody fucked up and taped over Teletubbie's on it. I won't say who, but you can probably guess. And um, not me. and it was not me and it wasn't my brothers. but that the, my audition you know they were like you know Ash Name, money, oh, my did you? And, uh, I'm seven years old and my favorite cookie, my favorite food is popcorn because yes, popcorn was life. No, I'm sorry. Not was, it's still is life. Fuck y'all. Um, but, but I truly enjoyed those nights. I truly, even during the day, sometimes we go, you know, they, they, some, some blockbusters had like a play place inside of them. I remember when they started, I think the death of blockbuster really started when Redbox came, came, came across too. Um, i think re- actually when Redbox came i think that was the first nail and then once netflix started getting this traction that was like the wreck that was it that was that we do all right well now we just went to machine instead of hammering the motherfuckers we went to the machine joint and just start poosh, 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 all up in the nail shop i mean on the nail thing we had our own little dump truck we actually used the dump truck instead of use our hands for this digging, and um, just really just um, had the little big-ass scooper, get that motherfucker in there, and then put the casket inside of there, and then we... It, it really was like an overnight thing where Blockbuster literally died. And it was Blockbuster's fault. They had a chance to... they I think they had a chance to, first of all, be digital. Secondly, be ahead of Redbox. Because Redbox, at one point... I think what was cool about Redbox was that they had, um, I'm sorry, my bad, what was cool about Redbox is that they had those movies, those new release movies for cheap, and it was a kiosk, all you had to do was go to the kiosk, boom, got it, where Blockbuster had them beat at one point was that Blockbuster used to put video games in there too, and this is when the boom started happening for, like, this is when Xbox 360 and uh, no, uh, well, actually probably Xbox 1. No, nah, Xbox 360, PS4 error. Uh nah, PS3. I'm sorry, PS3 error. That's on me. Okay. PS3 error, I think Xbox 360 type error. Blockbuster had had a foothold in we you can rent out video games from our kiosk. You could come here right now, get a video game, rent it out, bring it back, you know, whenever whatever. And that's where they had Redbox beat and it seemed like they never expanded on that, and that's where the business model kind of got where it died. Um, so I, I, I don't know, man. I, I just, I, I truly enjoyed, I still do enjoy going somewhere where there's DVDs and things like that, and I can just pick out DVDs and go. I love it. I love it so much, man. It, it I miss those days. I miss that. I can't. I don't have that right now. You know, they took it away. I think what the fuck was it? Movie exchange. Movie Exchange. That's what it was called. Yes. Woo! told y'all i was coming back it was coming it was coming motherfuckers i knew it was movie something movie exchange that was my i love that place here in houston man that that place is fucking amazing and yes yeah yeah it was a very 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 it was a great place to me it, it just brought back so much they had like figurines too and things like that old video games now there's a place called game over um game over where you can go and get vintage video games like you know, old school PlayStation. I have, I have a PlayStation One. You know what I'm saying? I have a PlayStation Four. PlayStation. Oh, I have them all. I have, I have most of them. I'm sorry, most of them. Um, my N64. You know, I lost my gold. Somebody stole my fucking golden. I don't know what the fuck that is. But yeah, you know, that's just where. We're, that that's why I'm. You know, I, I it's just my nostalgia, man. I just loved it. I love doing that stuff so much, man. Um, all right. So I'm gonna give a little Bleach review. Oh, oh, let me just. <clears throat> check out blockbuster on netflix though definitely check it out especially something you need to kind of like turn your brain off to or something like that you know it's a workplace comedy that's all it really is it's, it's really a, it's not like um where they go where it seems like there's a film crew following them it's just really a, a legit workplace comedy that's all it is um it, it remind it does give me actually it kind of gives me that brooklyn 99 feel except for you don't have a captain hulk you just have the slacker dude, and then um, the, the 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 Melissa pretty much. I I'm I'm scared that she got typecast as Amy because she almost brings out Amy shit throughout some of these episodes. Like sometimes she kind of like she kind of fades away a little bit from Amy, but then it's like some some of them that comes right back. But when you do something for almost over ten almost ten years, I mean I'm sure that became habit. You know, I, I that completely makes makes sense, man. I, but like I said, I I enjoyed it. I hope they get a season two. I really do. I really hope they get a season two. Um. So, yeah, man. Um. And then I'm gonna give you guys a little review of Bleach of the latest Bleach episode. And all I'm gonna and what I'm gonna say about it is this: the brutality got turned up to ten motherfucking thousand. I thought it was bad before. I'm not bad I thought it was crazy the brutality was crazy before when you watch this Bleach episode holy mother goose oh my gosh I knew once they said uncensored the only person that I started thinking about for his uncensored shit especially if they're doing a lot more blood is Kenpachi Serati okay that was the one person I was like, that motherfucker right there, they're about to unleash that guy. He's un- they, like, they kept him from being, you know, they, they, like when they did his background, they didn't show his kills. They just showed, you know, there was a couple people dead and stuff like that. But they're about to unleash this motherfucker unleashed. That's all I'm saying. He got unleashed. That's all I'm saying, man. They, they, and then, uh, old man Yamamoto, but we're going to talk about that on wednesday so everybody has time to watch it and so i don't spoil it too much but yeah yes yes that shit is fucking the brutality of this show turned up to one motherfucking thousand that's all i'm gonna tell y'all that's all i'm telling you holy mother goose that's all i can tell you oh man i love bleach but this made me love Bleach even more. I didn't think I could love Bleach even more. Like, this is my favorite... An- like, everybody knows, this is my favorite anime of all time. And Bleach turned it up a whole nother notch that I didn't even know they could go to. And they went there. I know I say this probably every week. And it, every week, it turns up another fucking notch for some reason. I don't know. I didn't know they can do it, but they did it again. You know? Um... Yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Um, <laughs> bleach. That's all I got for today for bleach. Um, injury update. I'm supposed to go um, schedule a, an appointment with a back specialist. Um, hopefully that happens very soon. Also, I stubbed my toe last night. Um, I didn't know how tired I was until I walked into a and walked into a chair with no shoes on. That was um, a big fucking mistake. My toe has not felt right since then. Um, hurts like a motherfucker, I ain't even gonna lie to y'all. Um, I'm just nervous that the surgeon is gonna go there and say, Yeah, you're gonna have to get surgery. I I, I I'm gonna ask in every way possible, is there any way to maybe maybe try to hold off surgery? Is there any like physical therapy or any regimens I need to do? to try to do that because i already know surgeons want to make that mini so um that's really what i'm worried about is that man we gotta cut you open man we gotta, we gotta cut you open buddy all right we gotta do some cutting and i'm i'm like i don't want i don't want to do that i don't want i don't want that i don't, I don't want that at all so um that's really where we're at right now um with this whole thing um and now i fuck my toe up <sighs> It's just, man, this has been a very trying time. This is the, the. Now, this has become probably the worst injury I've ever had in my life. I'm surprised I'm sitting down this long, about 41 minutes. Damn, I did a fucking good job, man. Shit, buddy. Did a good job, man. Did a good job, buddy. Alright, Um. so, I would like to say, first of all, I love all of you. First of all, hopefully everybody doesn't take anything too personally when I say some of the shit I said, especially the fucking bandwagon shit. I'm just. That's just how I feel if you feel person if you feel like personally attacked by it well you're the bandwagon fan. I don't know I don't know what else to tell you um, but I would like to say I love everyone. um congratulations to the Houston Astros uh, sincerely. sincerely, this is me being sincere about it. Congratulations to the Houston Astros congratulations to Trey Minchie, um who battled cancer and won a World Series at, you know after battling. Um finally Dusty Baker winning a World Series as a manager. I think he won as a player. If I remember correctly, he won as a player. I still remember okay, my bad. And this is I still remember when the Giants made it to the World Series and Um I forgot who pitched this ball, but Barry Bonds hit a home run during that World Series that I don't think ever came back to earth. And I'm saying this as sincerely as I can, as serious as possible, that that ball is orbiting earth right now. I'm just putting it out there. I think the ball that Barry Bonds hit, like I swear on everything, when he hit the ball, I don't think I've ever, I've never seen it land. They never show the camera angle where the ball landed. Okay? That's how hard and how far he hit that fucking ball. Okay? Cool. For, secondly, here's another thing, just um, so everybody can understand. Um, I would like to say also a huge congratulations to the Philadelphia Phillies. And I want to say, uh, everybody's like, Oh, they lost, they lost you idiot. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Listen, I want like to say a huge congratulations to the Philadelphia Phillies. Mostly because you played a team that you were, what was it, 19 games? 19 games? They had a 19-game uh, difference in wins between the two teams. Um, And you also went up 2-1. Had them on their fucking heels. But the experience of the Houston Astros, the the willingness, the, the, the talent that they had, it, it just really overpowered. It, it seemed like the Phillies just ran out of steam. Like that seven home run game was like that was that was the epiphany of what happened. Oh, that was the epiphany of just tired. Like that was that was it. That was our last gasp for real. We we, we thought we fucked you up, but you came back and did a no hitter. But I I'm really proud of this team. They're everything that Philadelphia embodies: blue collar, hardworking, never say die attitude, resilient. This is the most resilient team. I ever watched in my life. When I still remember when I still remember where I was standing at when Bryce Harper hit that three-run home run. I still remember where I was standing at when J.T. Riamuto Rium- hit that home run to win Game One of the World Series. I still remember Gene Segura. I don't know how the fuck he hit this ball. The ball, the 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 shit was hitting the ground. I, it was so close to the ground, and he reached so much. I still don't know how he did it, but he hit the ball, and it went right over the second baseman's head, and that was a I think that was a game-winning or tying run. The clutchness of him was fucking unbelievable. I'm completely proud of this team. Oh, and also when Kyle Schwarber hit a 488, foot home run (laughs) I love this team I loved every single part of this team I think we needed a Kyle Brandt to like hype this fucking team back up like Kyle Brandt during the Philadelphia run like that motherfucker should have a statue himself or at least have his names in his name in the fucking Raptors that's all I'm saying Raptors Raptors not Raptors Raptors we that I think that's what the Phillies were missing was that Kyle Brandt type character that hyped them the fuck up um, but sincerely, I love this team sincerely congratulations to the two thousand twenty two Philadelphia Phillies because y'all were not supposed to be there at all. You weren't last team in the last team to make it into the playoffs y'all were the probably what people probably would have said the worst team but no, you were not. You had the heart of a fucking champion. You just played against a, a dynasty. And I, and like I said, we fought against a dynasty, you know, and, and got our licks in. And it's not out of being a sore loser, okay? But I am a sore loser. I don't give a fuck. I don't know how to lose. I hate losing. I hate watching my teams lose. I'm sorry. Whatever. But... I'm extremely happy that this team just had some type of togetherness. It reminded me of the Philadelphia run. It just they fell short. If there wasn't, if the game was the three game series instead of seven game series, Phillies won. Fuck off. That's how I feel about it. it Was three game series we won, motherfucker. (laughs) But like I said, man, I I'm completely, extremely proud of this team. Man, I will forever be proud of this team. I'll forever be grateful for being a part of watching. This team run through the fucking NL playoffs and watching them almost do the un- impossible. So, congratulations to both teams. Um, I'm happy for both teams. I'm happy, really, for Dusty Baker and also Trey Mitchell. Okay, that's really who I'm really fucking happy for. But other than that, I would like to say. <clears throat> completely forgot what i was about to say i ain't even gonna lie to you I completely forgot what i was about to say. where you can find the cruising podcast is on apple Podcasts, spotify patreon youtube and anywhere else you can find your podcast needs to can find the cruising podcast Also, you can find latest updates of the show is on instagram at cruising podcast also on twitter at Finance. And so with that i'd like to say i love everyone um don't do anything i wouldn't do and i'll catch you guys wednesday deuces Actually, one more one more thing, or oh, my bad, my bad. One more thing. Tomorrow's uh, voting, or if you are listening to this uh, on Tuesday, today is voting. Uh, Tuesday, November eighth. Get the fuck off your ass and vote, motherfucker. Make a difference. You might not think you make a difference, but you do make a difference. Get your ass up and vote. Do it. It is your civic duty. No, seriously though, dude. Get up. Get up. Vote. Um no matter what, whatever, it's your right, it's your privilege, get up and vote, we live in a democracy, this is how it works, we vote, so with that, one more time, love you guys, don't do the thing I would do, catch you guys later, deuces!